Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. appreciate every single one. This episode is brought to you by Love Letters. Tonight, we'll read King Awkward and the Fairies, an adaptation by Snoozecast of Princess Minon Minette from the Pink Fairy Book, edited by Andrew Lang. This story was originally found in the Library of Genius and Fairies, written by Madame de Murat, a French aristocrat and writer of the late 1600s. She published many stories that she first debuted at the fashionable literary salons of her time and was considered one of the leaders of the fairy tale vogue. After several years of success and recognition, Madame de Mirat was imprisoned and then exiled, being accused of debauchery and shocking practices and beliefs. Although she failed at an attempt to escape, wearing the disguise of men's clothing, she did continue to write her body of works for several years after that. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Once upon a time, there lived a young king whose name was Awkward, or in French, Soucy 
and he had been brought up, ever since he was a baby, by the fairy named Fickle, or in French, Girouette. Now, the Fickle fairy had a kind heart, but she was a very trying person to live with, for she never knew her own mind for two minutes together. And as she was the sole ruler at court till the prince grew up, everything was always disordered and confusing. At first, she determined to follow the old custom of keeping the young king ignorant of the duties he would have to perform someday. Then, quite suddenly, she resigned the reins of government into his hands. But, unluckily, it was too late to train him properly for the post. However, the fairy did not think of that, but, carried away by her new ideas, she hastily formed a council and named as prime minister the excellent politician referred to as Tito, so-called because he had never been known to contradict anybody. Young Prince Awkward had a handsome face, and at the bottom a good deal of common sense, but he had never been taught good manners and was shy and had, besides, never learned how to use his mind. Under these circumstances, it is not surprising that the council did not get through much work. Indeed, the affairs of the country fell into such disorder that at last the people broke out into open rebellion, and it was only the courage of the king who continued to play the flute while swords and spears were flashing before the palace gate that prevented civil war from being declared. No sooner was the revolt put down than the council turned their attention to the question of the young king's marriage. Various princesses were proposed to him, and the fairy, who was anxious to get the affair over before she retired and left the court forever, gave it as her opinion that the princess Diaphana would make the most suitable wife. Accordingly, envoys were sent to bring back an exact report of the princess's looks and ways, and they returned saying that she was tall and well-made, but so very light that the attendants who accompanied her in her walks had to be always watching her lest she should suddenly be blown away. This had happened so often that her subjects tried everything they could think of to keep her to the ground. They even suggested that she should carry weights in her pockets or have them tied to her ankles. But this idea was given up, as the princess found it so uncomfortable. At length it was decided that she was never to go out in the wind.